I'm Ross Hunter. And I'm David James. And welcome to Sales Athlete, a program designed to keep you performing at your peak. Ross Hunter, David James, how are you, Ross? Mate, at my peak. At your peak today. Whoa, <laughs> this is going to be a good session then. Mate. You're at your peak. And oh, gonna... oh, yeah, Dave, recording these podcasts, I've learned a lot from you, mate, just about, you know, how... You know, you, you've navigated through life and you've been very successful and how things like having a great plan has been, you know, and still is very intrinsic in, in who you are and your mm. DNA. And, you know, and something I really admire, David, you know, you know, but, but, you know, at your age, you're still one of the most voracious dreamers that I know. And I, I just so admire that. I think it's fantastic. Thank you, Ross. You know, Thank you, Ross. And by doing these podcasts and yeah. we get to have these conversations and we get to know a little bit more. Well, we know each other well. We've worked together yeah. for probably... 30 years on and off. And so we, it's not as though we're, we're new to each other, but you learn more. You learn the stuff that makes someone tick. And mate, I love that. That's yeah. Fantastic. yeah, and, 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 and we don't mm. stop learning. Like I, I was with you yesterday doing a webinar and, yeah. and I said at the end of it, Hey, I've learned something here today. Yeah. And, and I took it away and I stuck it into my notes when, when I got back to my office later on in the day. Yeah. But today Ross is about growth. Yeah. Growth, mate. Everybody wants to grow. Like you got a plan, you got your vision, your values, your purpose, bang. Okay, there's your plan. Mm. You know, we all then, want to win a premiership, don't we? Mate, everybody wants to win a premiership. Yeah. Then we go through is, you know, we understand what all that means. Now we get into really what does growth really, really mean? Okay, so the thing about growth is this, is you're either moving forward or you're moving backward. There's no such thing as middle ground. So even though you might think, oh, we're just cruising along, the reality is you're probably moving backward mm. because somebody's moving forward yeah, yeah. and, and beyond, beyond you. But, but so, because I find, Ross, when you stand still, when you're standing still, is that, yeah, you are going to end up going backwards because someone's going to take your market share. Some, someone's going to win more games than you. Someone's going to win more sales and more clients than you because you can't stand still. DJ, go and stand in the street. Just stand there and you'll understand what growth means because as you stand there, there'll be people walking past <laughs> you and people walking behind you. Yeah. The fact if they've moved... And you have it. Or a car's going to come along and run you over. Exactly. Yeah. So either way, we're going forward or backward, no middle ground. So, so at the end of the day, growth, mate, growth is a necessity to remain relevant. And I think that's what it's all about because the speed of which the world operates you know, in business is, is colossal. Mm. So remaining relevant in whatever your chosen um, field is, is actually a particularly difficult thing to do these mm. days. You know, and as time has gone, it's got it's got faster and faster. Oh my God, if you're in the technology business and you're releasing like phones or computers and so forth, the window of, of uniqueness you have in the world is very, very small. You know, before the next new gadget or the next new phone or whatever. So as you're releasing one model, I reckon they'd have three or four models in production ready to go that are bigger and better because otherwise they'd lose relevancy very, very quick. I mean, you think back, you know, twenty years ago, Blackberry. Nokia, they dominate the world's mobile phones. Mm. Where are they today? Mm. They don't exist. There's the stories about the Swiss watch. They didn't take the Japanese seriously enough back in the day, and all of a sudden, what happened? There's many, many stories around that because they they complacent and they don't they don't really grasp on the fact you have to keep growing. One of the great stories, David, is actually Lego. In 2001 or thereabouts, Lego was actually bankrupt. They were gone. They were mm -hmm. out the door. It was a family-owned company that had always had family running it. So in 2001 or two, around there, I can't quite remember the actual date, they, they, for the first time ever, they brought in an outside CEO, a guy named Jürgen Nordstrom. 
Now, Jürgen came in and what he did, he challenged the status quo because there's three core fundamentals of Lego. There was manufacturing, there was marketing, and there was design. And what he first thing he found was those three departments did not communicate with each other. So you have in design, designed these amazing Lego sets that manufacturing then went and built that by the time the marketing sales department got hold of it, it costs more to build them than they could sell them for. Now, in any economic world, that doesn't work, which, and that's why they're going broke. What the first thing he did, he got the three departments talking to each other. Lego, at that point, made about 13,000 different bricks, you know, the Lego bricks, because yeah, yeah. they weren't connecting to each other. So what he did, he then reduced that to, I can't remember the exact numbers, like five or 6,000, so that they could make all these bricks, but all the Lego sets, they could interchange so they which were using you do. the same bits. Which you do. Yeah, exactly. So he's the one that did that. Then what he did, he went to understand the market. What does the market, who are our consumers? And oddly enough, one of the big things that came out of it is one of the biggest consumers of Lego is adults. So then he, he did a whole heap of things. And you look at where Lego is today, you know, the Disney, you know, there's, Lego, there's Lego movies, there's Lego worlds. Mm. It's phenomenal. But what he did, he got in there and he challenged the status quo and, and really broke the mold, which is what we have to do. So the first thing is, in whole growth is to understand growth. What, is it, what does growth truly mean to you? Then obviously, as we said before, Dave, we've got to go through and look at, you know, to get growth, we've got to change. change. Okay, so what changes do we mm. need to make? Sacrifice, you know, what do you need to give, to give up to get what you want? Which is a big one. Which is a big one. That, that's, yep. where, that's where the rubber hits the road, really. Yep. And then, of course, the, the last bit there, which is the fun bit, what's the, re the reward? What makes it all worthwhile? Because if that's not there... You know, it's not going to happen. That's your purpose really there. It is. It you know, is. So, yeah. so that's what becomes really, really important in that space. Because, because Ross, we don't have that reward by continually plowing ahead, plowing ahead. It becomes repetition. Okay. And, and, and I think one of, the, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy with what I do all through my, my career is that I've always had something to look forward to, mm. and that's your little reward, mm. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, Dave, if you look at understanding growth, here's my theory on that. Is growth doing more? Or is growth doing more with what you've got? Yeah. Because everybody wants to do more, is more, is more. Sometimes you've got to stop and say, actually, can I do more with what I've got? Like technology is a classic. Everybody wants new technology, but the reality is the technology we have, we probably only use about 1% of it. Why don't we learn a bit more about what we've got and mm. be more efficient and mm. proficient with that, for example? So, you know, growth is, it, for me, Dave, growth is more about mind than it is about money. And, and I think once we clearly understand where we want growth to be, um, then we're going to actually have some traction. I'll give you an example in, in one of my businesses. So everybody wants to grow a business. So once again, it's saying, well, what does growth mean? I think one of the, the most important elements of growth in a business is to reduce leakage. Because yes. you, can, you can keep... Yep. Driving for more okay. production, driving for more growth, more It'll sales, more, more, It'll more, more, off. more. Yeah. But when you look at what actually mm. is not being captured through lack of a great process around databasing, a great process about mm. you know people that have connected with the business, how are we treating those people financially? Are all the financial checks and balances in place to actually make sure we're capturing all the, mm. the different revenue streams that come through? Are we growth is, are we growing our people? Do we have a strategy in place to keep growing our people to make sure you know, they are the best version of them possible? Mm -hmm. You know, that's growth. Growth is really get, 
getting granular back in your own business. So actually, before we go and layer more, how good is what we've got? Yeah. I think it's one of the first points. And, 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 and Ross, people plan. So there's always a planning period in May everywhere for the end of the financial year. Yeah. There's always planning periods in November for the end of the calendar year. Yeah. And, and, and people put together fantastic plans. But I think one of the things when you talk about your people and growth is you need to do a skills audit at the mm. same time. Because do we have the people skilled up to take us to that to, to that plan growth and, 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 and that vision and that purpose and those goals that we're aiming Surround for? Surround yourself with people yeah. That, yeah. that can actually yeah. help facilitate that growth. Yep. yep. 100%, mate. So next one there, DJ's change, mate. Okay. So so I believe that 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 the change can't happen until it changes what's in your heart. Yeah. Do I really want to do this, Ross? Yeah. Do I really want or, or do I want to put up brick walls and th- that I can't jump over because my heart's everyone's telling me I should grow my business. Everyone's telling me I need to change. Hmm. Really? Do I really want it? Well, it's got to be from And, and here's here. the thing though, mate, with change. See, most people change out of adversity, not opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, something happens, they they have Mm. to change, Mm. they react to it. So don't put yourself in that position. Make sure that you're you're changing through opportunity, through all these things that you want to do, not reacting to something that's happened in an adverse way. Mm. Yep. Yep. And 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 to do that, Ross, there's a couple of things. We've got to overcome fear, because that's what holds us back with change. You know, we, we we've got to take the fear out of it. And then when we do that, we find that it's not fearful afterwards. And the other thing we need to do is to remove the false finishing line. Yeah. I'll change tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, let's push it back a month because we're all busy at the mm. moment. So what we're doing is each time we do that, we've just created another false finishing line. Yeah, absolutely. So David, we understand growth. We've got some change plans in place, but the point, the thing that makes it all happen is the next one. I, I believe it's the most yeah, important thing. It is. And, and that is obviously your sacrifice, i.e., are you, prefer, are you prepared to find comfort in discomfort? So we've got to sacrifice something that, that, that we don't like to do. Yeah. So, so let's just take person and take health. I need to get more healthy, I might be saying to myself. So that, so that means I need to have an exercise program five days a week. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. When am I going to do that? And what am I going to take out of my life? Because my glass, my life, a glass of life's really full at the moment. So until I take something out of that glass, Ross, mm. uh, to put in the changes I want, I want to make, it's not going to happen. So I need to sacrifice something. Yeah, I need to sacrifice something, and um, uh, that that is always the the challenge. And and look at the sacrifice as that. Why am I doing this? Because I want to be a better version of myself. I want my business to be a better version, whatever it might be. Mm. And, and, and in that, this is what happens, Ross, is that we go to a conference, we listen to us, whatever it is might be, and people become inspired. Then they aspire to be a better person. Then they go back to normality mm. where they should be making a sacrifice. Then you can implement those growth plans whether professionally and, or personally. Yeah, DJ, the interesting thing is this. As, you, as you're speaking, I... I Things were going through in my mind. You know, sacrifices, like people will try something, but as we know, most most change, in fact, it's been well-researched. It's about sort of, I think it's 92% of all change um, um, initiatives throughout the world fail. There's some research I saw out of Harvard mm. at some point along mm. those lines, mm. like weight loss programs um, in particular, they've got, um, they've got a failure rate in the 90% and all these sort of things. 
And as you're talking, I, I go, why, why the sacrifice? Because that's where it all fails at this point here. Why does that happen? And yet, if, I, if you ask those people that started some form of you know, change initiative um, and they had to then start implementing it, it, mean, it meant getting up at 5 a.m. to go for a walk or it meant sort of trading a, a bad food for a good, like the, the donut for an apple and all these different things that you have to do or, or the salesperson sacrificing the, the comfort of um, making the calls and all mm-hmm. these things. Why does it fail? This, that's the question, the vexing question. And if, if we research those people, I reckon they wouldn't actually have that much clarity of the things I've spoken about today. What, is their, what are their visions, their values, their purpose, their goals? Mm. You know, all of those things, do they understand growth? Do they understand all the sacrifice? What does it truly mean on the other side? What's the outcome they're striving for? Because if they actually had that in play, I reckon the, the success rate of change initiatives would skyrocket. Yep. And Ross, what we can throw into there is the last one here today, which is reward. Yeah. Because particularly when we talk to teams or you talk to your team, I talk to my team, we talk to the teams that we coach, et cetera, and we say, we need to grow, we need to understand grow, we're going to implement some change, talk to you about change and some sacrifice. The initial reaction of the people in the room is always, what's in it for me? Yeah. That is human nature, what's in it for me? Yeah. And then we talk about reward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And reward at the end of the day, David, is one thing and one thing only. It, it's it's a reward for your sweat equity. Yeah. You know, whatever it might be, and a reward could be something physical. It could be something sort of physiological. It could be a whole raft of things. But whatever that reward is, when you actually achieve it, you get it, whatever, it just makes the, the whole sense of purpose is complete and it wraps itself around Everything we've spoken about of the last few podcasts in relation to planning, mm. understanding, growth, et cetera. And that's really what it's all about, you know. And reward is really, really important. It's it's not this um, egotistical thing. It's just we need like an athlete, an athlete, you know, an Olympic athlete, they make they go through unbelievable sacrifice for four years, sometimes you know, for many, many years, to get to Olympic Games. Their reward is not getting to the Olympic Games. Their reward is standing on the podium receiving a medal. Mm. Now, what is the, what is the sacrifice? What's oh, the huge. Sweat, what mm. is the sweat equity that mm. goes into mm. that very mm. moment? Mm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I think we've got to take that on board we more do. and more. So we need to wrap this up. So my reward's going to be a nice cappuccino, Ross. No, mine's a beautiful glass of French Pinot tonight, mate. Oh, righto. Okay, so until then, until then, see you soon, everyone. Thanks, guys. See you later. Well, that's it for today, guys. So like true athletes, please continue to walk with a spring in your step. And ensure you're winning your game. Each day, ask yourself, am I at me peak?